Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Well, let me tell you, mylifeinabook.com is a very unique service. I did it for my mom and my grandmother, and it has been amazing. It basically turns your mom's life stories or your grandmother's or anybody that you think is special in your life into a book. So here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send a question via email to the special person, whoever you choose. You can ask custom questions too, but I just kind of let my life in a book choose what questions to ask. And then your special person like your mom can type their response or they can record their voice and my life in a book compiles it all in a beautiful keepsake for you. And guess what? They can even create audiobooks. I mean, this is such a unique gift that will last a lifetime for you, your mom, your children, your children's children. It is the best gift you can give. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use our code clink at checkout for 10% off. This is an unforgettable gift for you and your mom. Get it today. Use our code clink, mylifeinabook.com. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime. And in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How is it going? Great. Welcome to Housewives of True Crime. 
Summertime edition. Oh, yeah. So we're drinking rosé today because that's what you do in the summertime. Yeah. Right? Cheers. Cheers. Clank, clank. We put a little ice cubes in our rosé. Because <laughs> we're WT like that. I also have a, if I really want to be WT, I have a tank top that says Guns and Rosé. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I have a cute. I have a sweater that says Rosé all day. Oh, we should be both wearing them. We're so cliche. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're the housewives. It, totally. And you know what? It actually matches our personality. It does. <laughs> <laughs> we should take a picture and post it. Yeah, we should. Yeah. We should. So it's summertime. Our kids are in camp. They sure are. That's why we're recording on a summer day without our children. It's pretty magical. My husband just picked him up from my kids up from vacation Bible school. I'm so relieved to find out that everyone had a good day there. That's awesome. He is, he sent me a video. He's mega impressed. For the mega church. Yeah, it's at like a mega church. And he he was impressed. Good. There's dancing. Dancing. Pumping up the kids. Big, big stuff. Yeah, big stuff. So asking for big donations. Yeah, they need big donations. Gretchen didn't get the uh, award for the big donation today with her $2 a child. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, they need to raise more money than that. So we'll step up our game. Yeah, for sure. It's all for a good cause. It is. 100%. 100%. I'm sure my as soon as I get home, my kids will let me know. They always let me know when I don't give enough money. Yeah. Well, it's okay. Yeah. Tomorrow. It's the next day. Tomorrow. Yeah. So we love camp. For mm-hmm. sure. And we love vacation. Mm-hmm. I'm going on one this weekend. Yeah. Where are you going? To the Havasu. That's like your every other weekend. Talk about summertime. Like yeah. <laughs> so fun, though. Oh, my God. I mean, you guys... Hair up, bikini on, lakeside. Yeah, nothing better. Yeah, dreamy. It is. It's. I've been going since I was a child, and so it just feels so nostalgic every time. Even though I still go, and this time I'm going with 23 of my family members. Oh yeah, you do that every summer. You're such a good kid. She's like, we both have this in common that we're like a little OCD about planning vacations, mm-hmm. marking it on the calendar. Mm-hmm. That's how we're able to put this freaking podcast together every week because it's true. We're like, okay, we're going to record this we Tuesday, plan. this Wednesday, this whatever. Yeah, we do yeah. plan. I plan the whole vacation for my 23 family members and we go, we have two houses and I buy all the groceries and we Sean and I do all the meal planning and meal prep, and uh, my family just cleans it up, and I would prefer it that way. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And we have a great time. So that's my vacation coming up. Cool. Yeah. And you're going camping also. Yeah, I'm going camping in Pismo Beach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine's not camping, but. Well, we've never, um, we didn't invite anyone with us this time because we've never been there. And because I am so OCD, I like to scope out an area, mm-hmm. really have it all dialed in before I allow others to accompany us on our camping trips. Because usually when we go, I'm the one that does all the meal planning, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. You're just like me. 
Yeah. I but am. when I go with Gretchen, I let her do all the meal planning. <laughs> she's a much better chef than I am. No. Yeah, you are. She's even going to make me keto tacos one day. Oh, I know. One of these days I'm going to do that. What else we got talking about today? I don't know. Summertime, summertime. Summertime, all right. summertime. Well, we can just get right in it. Yeah, let's get to it. Let's get to it. I'm doing the talking today. Hope you guys don't mind. I know Gretchen is like such a good storyteller. No, I'm not. You are. My yeah. husband even thinks so. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'm getting better. Yeah. You're <laughs> doing a great job. So this is a really wackadoo story. And we were going to let my friend tell it because she loves a podcast, but she couldn't make it today. So. Well, maybe if we give her a shout out. Well, we will. Amber. Amber. I am. This was supposed to be yours. I was really story. looking forward to meeting you, but we'll do it again. No, she's coming on. Okay. You wouldn't know this, but she's a true crime fanatic like us. I love yeah. that. We talk about all the different podcasts we listen to. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, this story begins in 2005 when I was just 25 years old. Okay. And. It and how old were you? No, <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that. I was waiting, <laughs> waiting, waiting for it. Oh. I'm just <sighs> kidding. Okay, so in 2005, there was this man. He was middle aged, 46. Is 46 middle aged? Oh my god, I was thinking yeah, that too. It is, it is but it's it right seems, around the corner. Oh, god, oh my god. Oh my god. I'm still in my 30s, so I'm not even gonna say it's. Oh, uh, barely around. for a hot minute, less than a year, lady. <laughs> Anyways, so his name was Thomas Montgomery. Thomas was married with two teenage children. He worked at a factory in Clarence, New York. And really, he was like most American men. Got up to go to work, came home with his wife and kids. He was a devoted dad. He was the vice president of his girls' swim team, which I think was actually probably more than most fathers Vice president of his girls' swim team? Yeah. I don't really know what that means. But yeah, I don't know what that means. I think it's pretty special. Yeah, that sounds special. <laughs> he was also a Sunday school teacher. Oh, Speaking okay. of the vacation Bible school. Yeah. And he was a hands-on guy, hands-on dad. He was in a seemingly okay marriage on the outside, but it is reported that the marriage was sexless and he was depressed about it. Um, although he claims he was depressed about his marriage nowadays, he held it all inside himself, which I, I bet most men probably do or not most, but a lot probably do. I don't know. We have, we have some friends that don't like the podcast. And so I know they're not listening and if they are, they can suck it, but they're not having any. And he talks about it all the time. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. So he is outwardly talking about it, but she doesn't talk about it. So I can't bring it up. Do they talk about it separately? They talk about it separately, he complains to my husband. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a problem. So when Thomas Montgomery found the cyber gaming world, his life was about to change. Oh, gaming's not sexy. That's why you're not having any sex. <laughs> well, yeah, his wife probably doesn't like that he's gaming. but That's not hot. It's not hot. Put on a tool belt. Do something outside. That's hot. That's how you're going to get her hot for you. With your shirt off and your big muscles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Thomas quickly realized that he could be anyone he wanted to be on the internet. He made a chat name. So on these poker, it's a poker website that he was into. You have a name and then you Mm -hmm. play with other people that are also on the game, you Mm -hmm. know, together. And his name was Marine Sniper. So something he had wished he was that in his younger days, he was a Marine for a short stint back when he was 18, but not a sniper, not a Marine combat warrior, nothing like that. He actually was discharged when he, um, he got kind of, I don't know, caught. They, they said that he raped a girl or did something like that. Unsavory. Yeah. And I don't think if you were actually a sniper, you would like put that in your handle. I mean, those sniper people try to keep that on the like. The yeah. The down low. low. Right. Yeah. No, this is he. This is something that he kind of wished he was. Okay. Okay. So now on the chat room, he could really just be who he wanted to be. Okay. And when a user by the name Tall Hot Blonde entered oh, I'm sure she was. the chat room, <laughs> Thomas was intrigued. Tall Hot Blonde introduced herself as a 18-year-old girl just about to graduate high school from West Virginia. And Thomas introduced himself to this Tall Hot Blonde as Tommy, an 18-year-old Marine who was just about to be deployed to Iraq. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, he went way back in time. Yeah. And Thomas spent a lot of time online with Tall Hot Blonde. So much time that it became a love internet affair. Okay. Tall Hot Blonde's name was Jessie, and she sent Tommy tons of pictures. And I'm, I mean, lots and lots of pictures. Bikini pics, selfies, short skirts, vacation shots. Lots. Oh, okay. So and was she really tall, hot, she blonde? She was tall, hot, and blonde. Okay. Hot. Okay. Hot. Okay. Long blonde hair. Really cute. So Thomas also sent her a picture of himself, but it was a very old picture when he was back in the Marines. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. So he was really living this, like, fantasy world online life. Yeah. And... It got even passed online because Jesse sent him a pair of panties. Whoa. Yeah. And he sent her back a heart necklace that was broken down the middle, like a BFF necklace, and it said Tommy and Jesse forever. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, I just, because this is how I think, I think if you're going to engage in one of these online relationships, mm-hmm. that you need to ask for recent pictures with like the day's newspaper like oh front <laughs> so that you know they're like for real like you're a just a tip just a tip mm-hmm. i think okay that's probably a good if you idea. don't want to get catfished yeah that's true so they spent hours and hours and hours online chatting every day okay okay it was like an addiction so these cyber text exchanges were graphic and sexual some days they were just, you know, some days he like loosely based them on his real life events. And other days they got real down and dirty. So I'm going to read you a couple lines of some of them. Can't wait. Okay. So Marine Sniper says, wish you were nude. Tall, hot, blonde responds, what would you do? 
Marine sniper says, stare. Paul Hot Blonde says, that's all. Nope. You might get the magic. Ooh, the magic. Paul Hot Blonde <laughs> says, mmm. Make love to me, Tommy. Okay. That's a little dirty. It's <laughs> <laughs> not that bad. It's not that bad, but I get I think it. it got I think it got got worse. It got worse. I just more descriptive it. about I, the magic. No, I'm a little like shy. Yeah, okay. Thomas himself admits it became an addiction that he really couldn't let go of. And at times he thought about stopping the madness, but the addiction and fantasy took over. I really think that he it was like a drug to him. Yeah. You know? So he kept up the facade that he was a Marine sniper in Iraq and even asked Jesse to marry him when he got back off duty. Oh. And Jesse responds, yes. And she says, she will soon be Jessica Blair Montgomery. Weird. 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 And he's still just like, like, what are they, not FaceTiming? Like. No, this is in 2005. Did I don't know if they had FaceTime at that time. I think they did. I think they had Skype, though. Yeah, for sure they had Skype. Hmm, he doesn't want to do that. Okay. He probably said he didn't have Skype. Listen, you know about Lindsay you know Lohan's what? mom, and she's in the relationship with the guy for like five years. It's always on the TMZ. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they've never met. Yeah. 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 Oh, so he weird. says he's in Iraq, so I think that there's no Skyping there. Oh, well, at least that's an excuse. You know, he has an excuse. So at one point during this crazy fantasy love affair, Thomas wrote a letter to himself, and this is what it said. Thomas Montgomery ceases to exist. He is replaced by an 18-year-old battle-scarred Marine. He is moving to West Virginia to be with the love of his life. So he's really gotten like some cuckoo bananas shit going on in his head. He wrote that to himself. He wrote it to himself. Weird. Okay. So, well, like it always happens, one day, Cindy, Thomas's wife, found a stack of letters, pics, and underwear that Jesse had sent to Tommy. And I say Tommy in air quotes because his name doesn't go by Tommy. It goes by Thomas oh, in okay. real life. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think what had happened was the reason that Cindy found this was because his daughter was getting online and like a little pop-up came on and she was like, hey, mom, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. So Cindy went snooping and she confronted Thomas. And always, always, always snoop. Right? Yeah. And he just says, stay the fuck out of it, lady. Okay. Like that would work on us. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, no. So instead of Cindy just staying out of it, she writes Jesse a letter. Perfect. And sends her a picture of his family. And she explains that she's been fooled by a 46-year-old balding father of two. Oh, my gosh. I love (laughs) it. She also told Jesse that she needed to be more careful on the internet. Now, at this point, Jesse is mad and confused and decided to reach out to one of Tommy's friends that she had previously met in the chat room. His screen name was Beefcake. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So Beefcake's real name was Brian Barrett. Brian worked with Thomas at the factory part-time. He was only 22 years old. And he was like an all-American kid, right? He he was athletic. He went to college. 
he was like the star athlete of his high school. And then he went on to community college and then to like the state college there mm-hmm. and just work part time right, to make some money on the side. But Brian and Thomas became quick friends because they both played poker in like the online gaming world. And Brian confirmed that Marine sniper Tommy was indeed a 46 year old Thomas married father of two. Balding. Okay. So Beefcake Brian had no idea that Thomas was playing this someone else person. This whole chat room thing is like, I mean, I don't, I never got into that. No, Did you ever go in a, like a chat room? Well, when I was in college, I went on like AOL chat, I think. You did? Or maybe high school. Yeah, I did do that. No, AIM. It wasn't yeah, it called AIM? AIM. AOL instant message. That's yeah, yeah, I did. I don't remember. I mean, it was like very innocent. I don't, I don't, I didn't do anything crazy. Yeah. Um, so Jesse went ballistic on Thomas. She told Thomas she was disgusted and betrayed and did not ever want to talk to him again. And so instead she was going to get back at Thomas by flirting with beefcake. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Getting good. So she starts sending beefcake sexy pictures and telling him how much she likes him. Okay. And she's sending those same sexy pictures and Brian Beefcake fell just into Jesse's pretty face. And they started to have a love affair also. Oh, wow. Now, at this point, it seems like maybe Jesse liked playing little games because she would go back to Thomas and brag about her relationship with Brian. You know, this is all on chat. Yeah. And she really wanted to make Thomas jealous, and it was working. Mm. On the other side of this love triangle, Jesse and Brian talked pretty bad about Thomas, saying like he was a predator, and they even got him banned from another gaming site that Thomas really liked. So where are these people all located? Like, is it like way too far of a drive? Are yeah, they like- one of them's in, uh, Jesse's in West Virginia, and the other are like upper Buffalo, New York area. That's not that far of a drive. No, it's not. Actually, we're going to get to a part where they're like one of them's going to drive yeah. to the other. Hook up. Okay. Yeah, right. They got him banned, and Brian took a further step and told people at his work about Thomas's secret fantasy life. And you can only imagine that Thomas was pretty mortified. Yeah. Because he was, you know, his reputation was tainted, and he was, you know, on the outside, this Sunday school teacher and dad oh, and father and husband. And he thought no one would ever know about his secret Tommy life. So Brian and Jesse kept talking and even decided to meet up one day. Brian was going to West Virginia where Jesse lived. And, of course, they wanted Thomas to know about it. Mm. Jesse really seemed to enjoy this, like, attention that she was getting from both men. You know, she liked the rivalry and I don't know. I mean feel like she could just go to the bar and get it. Yeah. I I mean, if she's young, hot, tall, blonde. I know. Doesn't seem like it's that hard. I mean, you were 18, tall, hot, blonde once. Now you're still tall, hot, blonde, just Uh, not 18. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The chats between Jesse and the two men went on and on. And Jesse was 
you know, egging all of this jealousy and. I'm trying to think of like a girl that we grew up with that would have liked this kind of attention. I don't know. I don't know. Cause we wouldn't, we wouldn't have hung out with somebody like that. No. We'd been like, that's exhausting. Yeah. So the more Jesse toyed with Thomas, the more mad he got. And he got so mad that he started sending Jesse pretty derogatory messages, like a lot of them. And I read a lot of them and I'll just read you a couple of them. But he, I mean, he got so bad. You know, you got to understand this like chat message. It goes back and forth, back and forth. So there's like thousands of messages. And one of them says, go fuck you. Go fuck him, you whore. Lots. Like. Lots of these, like you're a blank, 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 whore, derogatory, racist, bad messages. Gross. Yeah. Really, really hateful. And he also sends Brian a message that says, I can't believe you chose her over our friendship. Good luck. Go fuck her. And these are, you know, I'm not just putting the word fuck in there. Yeah. Okay. okay. We get it. Okay. So right before Brian was supposed to go meet Jesse, she ended things with him, saying that all he wanted to do was have sex with her. You think? <laughs> yes, I think. <laughs> and so guess what she does? She goes right back to Tommy. And she writes some of these messages, and I'm going to read them. This is from her, Tall Hot Blonde. Okay. I ache to be with you, Tommy. Oh, gross. Do you miss it, Tom? He says. Miss it? He's never seen it. (laughs) She says, more than you will ever know. My heart aches to hear you call me Tommy. I wish I could be that 19-year-old Merlin for you. I don't know how this story is going to come out, but I hope it's a man. (laughs) She says, I know, Tom. And so she was, he was pretty shocked. Like, she tells him, in quotes, Tommy still lives inside of you. So she still loves him. She loves Tommy. Oh, my God. Demented. The next day, Jesse would be flirting with other men in the chat room. Wouldn't you know? Mm-hmm. So she's just playing Tommy again, or Thomas. So then she went again to Brian. Oh, this is exhausting. I know, right? Back so, and forth, back and forth. This is a crazy roller coaster. And guess what? It was about to crumble. Oh, good. Thomas told Jesse that Brian was going to pay in blood, and he was a Marine. Jesse asked Thomas to let her go after this crazy text about hurting Brian. He says, I told you what would happen if you got with him. So Jesse decides to go to Brian and warn him. She tells him, hey, you know what? Thomas is threatening you. And Brian's like, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm going to tell my boss. But he doesn't. He doesn't ever say anything about it. I think Brian, like, he knows that Thomas is kind of like a, yeah, he probably thinks he's just Well, like, he oh. probably feels like a little bit of an idiot, though, because it's like, okay, hey, boss, um, I'm in this, like, texting relationship with Tall Hop Blonde, <laughs> and we haven't actually, like, met, but, you know, it's, like, super serial, and, like, then there's this other guy, and And he pretends jelly. to be, like, a... Yeah, it so, just like, sounds that's, like... So- Fact. Also, stop putting things in writing, people. I say that all. I preach all the time. No, I know. So the next few days, Thomas keeps trying to chat with Jesse, and she just she every time she pops on and he pops on, she pops off. So he tries to reach out to her, and she just like 
She's ghosting him. She's ghosting him. Yeah, okay. And Thomas gets rage. I mean, he is just, it's containing him. His jealousy in his heart and mind took over. And so on Friday, September 15th, 2006, Brian leaves work. And he's like the last shift at this job. So he leaves it around to 10, 15. He walks to his car and his passenger tire was completely flattened. So he sat in his car. And uh, lo and behold, Thomas, the Marine sniper, shoots Brian through his window of his passenger side car once and then moves closer and shoots him twice more. So Thomas, Marine sniper, fantasy self, came true and he murdered Brian Barrett on Friday, September 5th, 2006. Crazy. So days went by because... Brian. And no one has actually met Tall Hot Blonde. No. Oh, my gosh. So days went by, and on Sunday, September 17th, this employee came to the parking lot to, like, teach a 16-year-old how to drive mm-hmm. and and sees Brian's truck there with, like, um, glass all around it. And so he calls 911. And when the officers get there, they see that, that you know, Brian is deceased. And yeah. I mean, you can only imagine, like, he came from a great family. He was young. He was really good looking. He was just like, that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. You know? So it didn't take long for the police to connect Thomas to this horrible murder. As you know, computer data would show you right away. Yeah, I was wondering about that. So they can go back and look at, like, all those, like, instant messages. Yeah. Like, the chat room stuff. It's yeah. not like, that's I think so. good. I think you can... Pull that all up. I mean, I'm reading all of them, so they for sure Yeah, can. I guess you can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So they found a shell casing, a clip with dog hair on it. Thomas had dogs and a peach pit right next to the car. And a t- co-worker told the police that Thomas said that if he ever killed anyone, it would be with a 30 caliber rifle. Wouldn't you know? That's what Brian was killed with. What's with the peach pit? Well, the peach pit had his DNA on it, Thomas's. So, so he I just know. killed like, him and then he just like ate a peach? That maybe seems he odd. he was eating a peach while he was waiting for him to leave work. Mm. But Thomas's defense to that is that he worked there. So maybe he just ate well, a peach listen, I don't like before. people that just eat peaches and leave the pits around. That's so gross. Yeah, you need it's to like throw all, them away. Yeah, you need to throw them away. So Thomas denies ever owning one of these guns, but... Through all their search, they find this picture of Thomas in front of his gun case. And in the background, they see the 30 caliber rifle in the case. Of course. Of course. And it's missing. Um, And soon they, you know, they also find out about Jesse. And so they're like, oh, my God, we've got to protect this girl. Exciting. Mm -hmm. So they go to her house and... They, they get on her MySpace. That's how they find, like, her and where she lives MySpace. and all that stuff. So, okay. anyways, uh, they knock on the door of Jesse's house, and a 40-something-year-old woman, overweight, answers the door. They ask for Jesse, and the woman says, yeah, Jesse's my daughter, but she doesn't live here. Police explain that Jesse is in great danger, and Mary, the mother of Jesse, starts to cry and tells them that Jesse online is actually her. 
Oh. She used her daughter's information and her daughter's pictures to lure these guys. Oh, that is not how I thought this was going to go. So Jessie, too, is Mary, who is a 46-year-old woman and mother. That is, there's, I mean, okay. That is so bad to be, like, another person online, but I can see that happening. But to be impersonating your own daughter. Oh, really disgusting. And then her daughter's life is, like, in danger because of her own twisted online escapade. And these pictures, like, she would take pictures of her daughter in precarious situations just to send them to these guys. I mean, she's sick. Ah. So you can only imagine the startle on the officer's faces. Yeah, probably looks like mine right now. And when they went back to tell Thomas, he turned white as a ghost because this fuckface was duped. Well, yeah, he had it coming. He duped her. Yes, they duped each other. Yeah. And this poor innocent life had to be ended because of it. So Thomas ended up pleading guilty. And got sentenced to 20 years in prison. But he says now that he didn't kill Brian and he was forced to confess. You know, you guys. Whatever. Guilty. Um, However, there's like cell phone pings near the murder site around 10 p.m. Yeah. And Because anybody that's dumb enough to put all this shit in writing is dumb enough to leave their cell phone on. Another thing I preach about. I know. And then he called Jesse that night and told her he took care of her boyfriend. And then, like I said, the peach pit had the DNA on it. So come on. Like, we know you did it. Yeah. He also, here's another thing, because, you know, he's not a seasoned criminal. Yeah. Like you said, uh, he didn't realize his phone calls in jail were taped. Oh, God. So he told his daughter to change the time when she testified. And he also told his wife that the clip was his. Oh, okay. And he's still proclaiming his innocence. Yeah, guilty. Guilty. So I don't think that his appeal is going to be, you know. Yeah, no, that's not good. Not He's not going to have an appeal. They're not going to grant that. Um, so the police also tried to see if there was anything they could do to convict Mary in this crazy thing. Oh, interesting. But there's not. There's not. So she's free and clear. But her family has since disowned her. And her daughter no longer speaks to her. Yeah. Because you can only imagine what. That's a tough one to get over. It is. And so I actually looked on Facebook because Cindy, his wife, has a Facebook and so does his daughters. I saw both of them. Are they still married? Has she filed for divorce? Oh, yeah. They're not married. Oh, yeah. Uh, she says it's, she's, oh, well, I don't think. I'm pretty sure they're not married. But she, on Facebook, it does say she's in a relationship. And his daughters are, seem to be old and doing fine. There is a weird, like one of his daughters posted a profile picture in 2011 of him and the two girls together, Oh, which I thought is sad because he was a good dad, right? I mean, he did things for his kids and, and seemed to be like a really good father. So just to have him gone one day would be real difficult. Yeah. I went lurking around somebody's. Facebook profile recently that we did a case on and they, their father did something gross and that person still had family pictures up. I mean, I guess he was a good dad. Yeah. He 
made a real big mistake. Yeah. And um, so that's a really crazy twisted story. Yeah, man. Listen, these online relationships. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And just drive. Meet the person. (laughs) There was a reason that they all weren't meeting. Yeah, there's um, a reason why they're all not meeting. I am not afraid of driving. Tab does not like the long drives. Obviously, she comes here. Well, Um, yeah, but I drive to Colorado and Oklahoma, Washington. If I had if I had like a boyfriend or something, I would have I would (laughs) have driven. Shoots. Shoots. So let me just show you a picture of Jesse. And let me tell you a picture of Thomas. Oh, no. Oh, no. You guys are going to die when you see this picture. I know. Oh, my God. This is the picture he sent as a Marine right here. Okay. And that looks like an old picture. How I did know she it fall does. for that? I don't know. It doesn't. She didn't. I mean, who knows if she fell for it? And this is Brian. Oh, he's just a wee kid. I know. 22 years old. I mean, he's just a baby. So what did Jesse really look like as the mother? Let me show you. Her name is Mary. That's what she looked like. Uh, Okay, so Mary and Thomas, they actually... They could be a total match. They could be a total match, which is so sad. This is Cindy, his wife. Which is actually funny because Mary and Cindy don't look too far off from each other. They don't look too far off from each other. You know, I was actually thinking about covering the um, the catfishing that happened on Sister Wives, which would be good to tell you about because I know you oh, don't watch that show, I but I do. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. So maybe you guys can tell me if you think that's a good one. Yeah. I want to look into the catfish story. Okay. Okay. If you like it. Yeah. So anyways, that's our story for today. It's a little short, I know, but you know, sometimes we got to get short ones on. We got to get our summer vacay on. We do. We do. Did you bring your bathing suit? I'm not getting to my baby fruit in front of you, skinny bitch. <laughs> I ate a lot on the cruise. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, good. Every time Tabitha goes away, I always text her, I hope you're going to get real fat. Yeah, she does. It's really nice. I like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly what you want to hear. I'm not even making that up. Yeah, you know, yeah no, know. she's yeah. not making it up. She really does. And then I'm like, oh, that's really nice of you. Thanks for um, sending that. And yeah. Well, go. if you're off uh, cruising, gallivanting, and then I'm like, go eat a. Then I'm like, brownie. I'm here doing the dishes. I hope you're getting fat at least. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, text us a five star, or not text us, rate us. <laughs> a little instant messages, no. yeah. five star. Aim us, aim us. My my username is not tall hot, hot blonde. blonde mom, hot blonde mom. <laughs> No, it's housewife. Hot housewife. House, hot housewives of true crime. Yep. Oh, that should be our new name. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not calling <laughs> ourselves hot. I love oh, vomit. No. Okay. Come on. We're not that okay. conceited. We thought we were a little conceited even saying housewives. Oh, yeah. You know, but we are kind of. But we are. We have a job now. Some of those housewives don't even have husbands. I know. Yeah. So whatever. I know. You have to marry him off real quick to have yeah, a husband. Right? You got like two marriages in that one season. Denise and Camille had to get married uh, real Denise quick. Denise is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, she's good. She- <laughs> <laughs> Let's end this now.
All right. All right. Happy summer, guys. Hope you're all having a great time out there. Yeah. I'm going to stick my toes in the water before I bounce. Toes in the sun. Yeah. Ass in the sand. Yeah. What is it? What's oh. that song? Oh. Okay. Sun's out, guns out. Sun's out, guns out. I just got a uh, bag from Walmart that says that. Of course you did. I love the Walmart. Oh. Who doesn't? Oh, my God. I mean, you guys. I even deal with a parking in Los Angeles Walmart. Style? Style. Yeah. Okay. All right. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. Adios, amigos.